Episode 3 of Way of the Apes with DB and Z Matt Cans and B Watts. I'm going to preface this episode by saying any and all illegal activities, criminal or alleged, all have been dealt with, prosecuted for, or exonerated from. Enjoy. Fucking tasty. Welcome to Way of the Apes. I'm DB and Z. I'm here with B Watts and Matt Cans. Can't demon. Uh, I can't fucking stand people. I really can't. You know? But I love everyone who listens. Um, yeah, we were talking about our fucking sordid past. Me and my brother. You know, we've had a little bit of a weird life. We've definitely gotten some trouble from time to time. And uh, you said you had a little bit of something that you wanted to talk about about the inside, right? Yeah, I'll make it a quick one. <laughs> so at the time, uh, <clears throat> when I when I got in trouble for um, several things, say, well, well, I uh, thankfully I didn't get any of the big charges. I didn't get caught for anything big that I did. But well, what I, was it all about with your charges? <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple. Weird, but this podcast is sponsored by Molson Golden and uh, Bob Barker toothbrushes in prison. Anyway. So, I got in trouble. I had been ripping and running, as they might say. And at the time, uh, I was pretty uh, pretty successful. You know, I would typically average anywhere between 500 to to $1,000 a day in stolen merchandise. I don't want to get into this. I'm not proud of this. Okay, don't patronize me. Listen, just you were fucking you. ripping it and running. You yeah. were a fucking professional. That we were... What you needed to get for that moment. We were at our wit's end. I had one pair of clothes. It was the middle of winter. We were no strangers to walking 17 miles to go sit in a library and to possibly get a ba- dying of bags in the ship shape. <laughs> get possibly yourself feeling okay. A couple of bags of ship shape. Dying in the bathroom. Anyway. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Um, I got a hole in my neck representation of all the BD fucking needles I've had in there. So Basically, anyway, I had a fucking little bit of a run-in with a security guard at a Coles as we might say. I ran out, and uh, the six foot ten getaway driver was of no use to me because this guy came up behind me and he pushed me into the fucking... He just to get away without you and he, him driving. <laughs> this guy pushes me into the fucking door, but I had two $700 Roombas in my hand and a mm-hmm. speaker, a JBL speaker. And the it's speaker, the guy goes, drop the shit, give it to me. I go, I'll give it to you, and I fucking nailed him in the face with the JBL speaker. Got in the car and bounced. So I had a warrant for that. Mm. I had a warrant for missing court for some other shit. And uh, I got arrested for stealing, of all things, socks and fucking toothbrushes. That, you know what? That always made me feel like, you know, for all the shit that we've done. I mean, I was a fucking boosting general. If they had, like, corporate-level, military-level fucking schematics laid out for who was good at this and who was good at that. Let me tell you something, bro. I used to walk up into fucking Sears... The Sears and Bayshore, it's not there anymore so I can talk about it, but the Sears and Bayshore, literally the front door was 15 paces away from a fucking escalator. You get, you hop out, you walk in the door, you walk five, six paces, maybe 10 paces. You get on the escalator, you go up. The first pile of stuff that they have like laid out in a nice little, you know, like you know how they put things, all the boxes on top of one of like a little pyramid for, for your enjoyment? Yeah. Okay, well, they were all those coffee pots and those... Um, there was coffee pots that were like, they were like Cake 300 mixers. a piece. And it, yeah, that's what it was. You know those old school style, like they look like, it looks like the back of a jet engine. 
like a jet stream, those red Cuisinart looking things. That it's a, it's a cake mixer, is what it is. But it was oh, like yeah, the old fifty yeah. style. Yeah. Those were going for like four five hundred at the time, and I was getting easy two three hundred dollars a piece from. I would come up the escalator, I would grab a box of said item, and then the other said item, right, whichever they had there that day. But those cake mixers were always there. And the guy that I used to take a flipping to, he would take them at any given moment. You walk down to the other, just uh, maybe 20 paces to the other side of the escalator, come straight down, and walk right out the same front door. I did this every fucking day for a year. Also, you haven't really lived until you've made it to the back of a Lowe's into the sink and faucet section, taking a fucking mowing $900 sink. That's a smart AI fucking, you know, literally yeah. a fucking faucet that you could, it does everything except your taxes. I take it from the front. I walk down the aisles where I specifically knew there was no cameras in certain aisles. I'd walk down there and just walk right up. I'd, I'd walk around looking around like I'm looking for something. And nine times out of ten, someone would go, can I help you? find what you're looking for I go yeah I just have to return this they point me over to the customer service I return it I get a full the full amount of it and in a gift card and then I go sell the gift card for 50% that my friends is the joy of Long Island heroin okay so anyway so <clears throat> I'll make this quick mm -hmm. I was in jail and uh, my bunkmate was a Polish guy that shot up his own house because his wife was fucking a Muslim and he really didn't take too kindly to that. So he took an assault rifle and fucking had at it, sister. Oh, my God. And then to the left of me, directly betwixt me and the Polish man, was a bank robber who had been successful in his other ventures in life, a gangbanger, Dad whatever you may have. A bank robber. Anyway. me in the pool. I could kill this kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, this guy goes, I'm fucking telling you, man, I could have got away with this shit. Next time, I just got to bring a fucking parrot. So he was Irish. No, no, it was a black. He goes, I got to bring a <laughs> fucking. He's like, I'm not going to give the note next time. I'm going to send a motherfucking parrot in there with the note. Oh, and it's going to say there's a bomb in my belly. And they're going to cough up, bro. He's like, I took my, my my girl car there. I got the bag. I got the bag. I pull right out, go to my crib. I'm chilling, smoking, you know. And then out of nowhere, I'm counting the money. Pow! <laughs> they paint bomb me. They got me with the marker. Oh. 20 minutes later, motherfucking police kicked in my door. I said, what the fuck you doing here, man? Why are you kicking in my door? I said, you going to jail, brother? <laughs> took him in. But anyway, there was this fucking guy there, and I'll never forget this, right? This guy's name was Ruben. It's spelt Ruben, R-E-U-B-E-N, like the fucking sandwich. Ruben. Yeah, no, this is the guy. Yeah, he yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I go, hey, what's going on, Ruben? He goes, fuck you call me, white guy. He goes, fuck you call me Ruben for, man. My name Ruben. I ain't no fucking sandwich. I tell you right now, I ain't no fucking sandwich. Anyway, he goes, y'all y'all is crazy. Y'all doing fucking heroin and shit. That shit crazy. He's like, me, I, I, I do meth. He's like, there ain't no, he goes, there ain't no long-term side effects meth. He goes, the only thing I wish I did more was brush my teeth. Except Open his mouth. breakdown. He opens his mouth. He didn't have back. a single fucking tooth in his mouth. He goes, if I just brush my teeth more, I, I, I wouldn't have this problem. But y'all are crazy doing that fucking heroin shit. It had nothing shit. to do with meth mouth. Nothing. Nothing to do with that at all. But, uh, yeah, his name was fucking Rubain, all right? And then there was this other kid, Christensen, who white kid, tall white kid, grew up in wine dance. He'd walk around literally four in the morning and go, Yo, anybody got a BBO? I'm trying to get fucking loopy in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> BBO. 
A BBO is a bad bitches only magazine. Yeah. He, he would look, proclaim his love for jerking off to huge fake black asses in the shower. Good for him, man. These are quality people, though. No, How you really, you're never going to get as much of a wholesome conversation as you will in a dorm that's 50 years outdated playing cards with bank robbers, drug addicts, and the lot of them. And Polish fucking serial killers. Yeah. Well, he was really cool, Polish. He used to go, you want peanut butter jelly? I did 50 push-ups today. My muscles need to rest and relax. <laughs> they need to relax. Uh, if I can only get to the kibbutz. I love Waiting River. It's the fucking best. <laughs> it's fantastical. But uh, what else were we going to get into? Oh, wait. Matt wants to talk. Oh, Maddie's got something to say. Yeah, so this one time, we went uh, in band camp. Went to some restaurant, I think. We were driving back in the alley, and everyone's like, oh, I gotta take a piss. So it was, like, raining out. We stopped at, like, some industrial Wait, building. who were you with? I was with... Eloise. I think Eloise. You were with Eloise? I was with Brennan and Eloise. And She's Easy. something else, that one. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, whatever. But not in a good so, way. Um, we stopped at, like, some industrial building. Who had to pay, though? Eloise. And oh. I think... Yeah, just Eloise. And uh, she's like, yeah, I'll get out right here. She gets out, or whatever, right by that dumpster. I'm in the back seat. She's a big girl. I'm not thinking nothing of it. Just like, all right, you know, taking a piss. And then this, like, smell of, like, trout or, like, salmon. It smelled like... Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You caught Hinderwiff of the salmon sleeve, the gooey, gooey canoe. Yeah. While you were in a car, mm-hmm. there was a, how, how was the door open? The door was open. Okay, so the, her door was open. Yeah, you were both in the back, or yeah. Okay, so you're telling me that she walked how 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 far away from like the car? Four feet, maybe. All right, so four or five feet away from the car, but behind the dumpster. On the side. So of said it. dumpster on the side of it, you yeah. could see it. I think it was a cardboard. Dumpster. Could you see what she was doing? Or not really? No, not really. But there was an item in between her stank ass. Yeah. And the car door, which was just the jar. Yeah. And you still smell it in a rainstorm. Yeah. That, my friend, is your introduction to Badussi. The smell of butt, dick, and pussy all in one. Oh, Badussi. In the way of a really horribly haggard wizard sleeve. Yeah, it was a real haggard moment. And then she got back in. I'm just like sitting there like thinking, like, what the fuck is going on here? She got back in the car? Yeah. You let her? It wasn't my car. You should have killed her. Yeah. Done worse than that, bro. Should have fucking put her in the dumpster, left her on the expressway. <laughs> you know what's fucked up is that, and listen, I'm not trying to make you know fun of women and whatever. But I was saying to my friend today at work, there's two types of women. Okay, when it comes to specifically what you were just talking about, there's two types of women. Okay, there's ones that absolutely positively will never have an odor. They take care of themselves. There's products you can buy, made yeah. by Massengill. Made by Summer's Eve, washes you can use. I don't care if you bake cakes up there and don't clean up afterwards. If you use these products, there's nothing there. You know, and then there's, you know, some just don't have that odor, okay? Then there's the girls who literally just go, like they take a swipe at it. They know it. I mean, there's no way that when they pull down their own pants, they don't smell the horrific odor, right? But my point is that they just think. I'm talking about in con, you know, like in conjunction with their relationship to a man. Mm-hmm. They just think that like, oh well, all pussy smells. That's like their uh, that's like their whole take on it. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, of course it smells. I've had girls look at me and go, what, what? 
The entire fucking room smells like your insides. And I don't know what else. Yeah. But And they just act like that's okay. Like, their thought process is, well, all pussies must smell. And then there's the ones who are like, oh my God, you will never smell anything on me. So my point is, Lady Eloise, yeah. she falls under, they all stink this way. And every single time you're around her, you should remind her in the weirdest of ways. You know, just real, just take a step back and just maybe open up on the Internet Explorer on her Safari depending yeah. on whatever she's using iPhone or Android mm-hmm. open that some bitch up to Summer's Eve's page and just push over the, push the phone over yeah I'll have her look it up and then it'll show up on her Instagram page she can see it. <laughs> should we start putting stuff out yeah this podcast is now also sponsored by Summer's Eve by the way well I got another quick one okay quick go ahead one. so uh, Eloise uh, she was telling me a story where you guys hang out with her a lot I don't and let's not say that. I'm only, not kidding. True. I'm only kidding. Anyway, she was telling me this, bragging about this. Mm-hmm. She went to some fucking seafood restaurant called Two Dyes. Right? Are you sure that was her, though? Or was that that other broad? I'm pretty oh, sure no, it was her. Okay, good. Her. She's like, yeah, me and my husband, we got <coughs> two six-pound lobsters each. <laughs> each. Two six-pounders. And a dozen ears of corn. Is this real? This is real. They had doused it in paprika, twelve pounds of lobster. Of lobster, yeah, and then twelve ears of corn, full huskers, yeah, and a full bottle of paprika and Old Bay for the corn, right? Just for the corn. They put all that down, making street corn, right? The green insides of the lobster. Also, they made sure to get that. They scraped the poo. Scraped the poo. They scraped the poo and did the do. And then they took. Disgusting, bro. Can't you get sick from that? I'm pretty sure you can. Right? Anyway, she says, I asked, the, the the husband said, we got to get some uh, some of that hot butter for later. So, what? they made, <laughs> they asked the fucking waiter to bring them four things of the hot melted butter. Oh, because the ones left over on the table weren't enough for the debauchery they were playing <laughs> later? Are you kidding me? They so asked she, for more freshies? She took it home, right? They saddled up, watched a fucking old... David Duchovny movie, and she lathered the yam bag with butter. Is this for real? This is 100% for real, which brings us to our next story, what? Hogging with Donnie Myers. No. Should I? I think you have to yeah, drop that bomb. Oh, you guys have been pushing me on this one, man. All right. Um, how can I put this so that uh, it don't get canceled and or knock at the door? All right. I was young. I'm going to preface it with this. I was young. Really young. No. I was like... Uh, 16. Yeah. You were underage. No, no, I was, yeah, I was underage. I was 16. And um, I might have been 17. And I'll, I'll get into why I think that later. Because in the police station, there was discussions of I could potentially still be treated as an adult. So I must have been 17. <laughs> so we had a house party. A bunch of people came over. Um, a friend of mine who's dead now, he was there. We, we were hanging out. His name's Donnie. And... Um, he was murdered. Like rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace for real. And um, wow, that was a fucked up story too. I would never tell that story though. But th- but anyway, so there was this kid. There was this kid, Ricky, <clears throat> who knew this girl, who was. I'm just gonna. I don't remember her name. I'm. I'm pretty sure it was Jill or Jillian, which, I mean, let's just be honest. Most seven hundred pounders 
um, are three syllable names and or start with the letter J. That much I could tell you for a fact. So I'm pretty sure her name was Jillian or uh, Judianne or something like that. It was just a horrible name. Anyway, she was um, taller than every guy in there in the room, and there was four of us. I don't. I I do remember the names, but I don't want to get into all of them. We're talking about Jeremy Shockey here. Yeah, it was me, Donnie. I know it was a kid named Mike, um, and it was one other person, but I don't remember who it was. Um, so anyhow, very long story bearable. What happened was, Ricky says to us, "Listen, I can get Jillian to come here." And he, what he, the reason why this was such a big deal is because we used to laugh at Ricky because he would tell the story about how he'd go out hogging. And I go, why would you go out hogging when you have a, not one but two girlfriends? This is a good-looking kid, like at the time. He was like a good-looking guy, very fucking funny, athletic, the whole nine yards. Bottom line is he just loved doing it. He had this girl at one point in the JFK elementary school parking lot or and or playground playing in a dog cage and blowing him through it. Like, literally, she was in... You know those big... Yeah. Okay, this, it, must have been for, it must have been for a Great Dane or small cattle because she was gigantic. This girl was really big, bro. I'm probably, <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's one thing if a girl's chubby and you say, hey, you know, I, I, you know, fat girls need loving too. This was a servine. This was like... I mean, bovine. Bovine. We're talking cow status, udders and all. Huge girl. Not that there's anything I didn't wrong know with this, that, but... You know, this is what he was telling me, and I was like, yeah, I know. They're all so big, so huge. I'm sure you really... You know, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. So, he calls... He tells her to get dropped off at my house. Okay? Now, this is after the house party was over. It's just us four and whatever. And Frankie, our brother's upstairs asleep He's with upstairs his girlfriend. Asleep, okay? Dead, dropped out, drunk, asleep. So, didn't even know what was going on. <clears throat> she gets there. When she first stepped in, I had all wood floors, and I had a you know a, a fully you know the basement was the size of the entire circumference of the house, and it was not finished. So sometimes when you step down on you know you could hear it. It's a wood floor, right? When she stepped down, I thought for sure she separated the seam of the wood from the front pane of the door. It was like boom, boom. I, yeah, I mean, dude, fucking horribly big. I come down the stairs. She had to put her head down and look under where the stairs start and start to go upward. And bottom line is she was gigantic. Okay? I'm talking about six foot two, wider than all outside. I mean, and horrendous, like bad skin. I mean, it was just bad news, whatever. So she makes her way upstairs 10 minutes later, step by step, inch by inch, and immediately starts blowing Donnie. Now, Donnie... He gets fully naked immediately. I turn around. He's up. He's he's running up the stairs. I go down to make sure she's okay and she knows where to go. She comes in. I turn around and go back in the room. Not even three seconds later, Donnie's completely naked, except for a red bandana around his face like a cowboy. He didn't want anyone to see. I go. Everybody here knows you. There was no video camera involved. Nothing. But he this just didn't 90s. want her to get a good look at him. Do you understand? And I'm going to myself. Why? I'll tell you why. <laughs> because in the throes of all the blowing one guy, someone else doing something else to her, basically turning her into a rotisserie, um, which she loved every minute of it, and she was like an animal. She was throwing guys around the room. like she. This was like being in a wrestling match with a porno star who was bred and birthed by Mighty Joe Young. She was gigantic. 
Okay. So now she's so big that this that this one kid, Mike, the way that my bed was positioned, it was only a few feet away from like the one window in the room. He jacked himself up to get on top of her to get up on top of her while she's bent over, like to get up on her and do his his yeah, his deeds. He had to jack himself up on my windowsill to get like get in there. Like you understand what I'm trying get to say? In there. Yeah. So he was doing that. Adani disappeared at one point. And I'm like, where the fuck is this kid? Right? He comes back upstairs. He has a he has the tub of country crock butter. Do you know what country crock is? Yeah. Okay, it's like the softest margarine ever made. Fake butter. It's not I can't believe it's not butter. But it's the same thing. It's just country crock. It's a big brown tub. And there's no pun intended with the brown. But this is what happened. He goes in. He, he looks right at me. He looks me right in the eyes. Now, he's stoned, drunk, probably did some type of amphetamines. I mean, he, was, he looked like he was going to kill someone, but he was laughing hysterically. Okay? He, take, he opens the country crock. He goes in there full-fisted. Then he looks, looks up at me like, you know, when John Cena goes, you can't see me, and goes like this. As he's doing this, he squeezes. All the country crock oozes through his fingers like, like that. Now he's got a margarine fist, okay? He slathers it a little bit around to make sure it's all good and spread around. He's like, yeah, you want to, because she kept saying, there's one thing, this is probably what started it. She kept saying, I can't feel anybody except Marlene. I can't feel anybody except Marlene. Like, you know, she was gigantic, bro. I don't even know if I got it in her. I'm pretty sure I was just fucking like her ass crack scene. Like, I don't know, you know? So she goes, so he goes, you want to feel something? I'll let you feel something. And he literally, no, not gingerly. He didn't take his time. He just fucking, like it was a heavy bag. Bah! Just right, right into whichever one it landed in. She was like, she, you know what she did? She, I thought for sure, this is it. We're all going to go to jail. We're dead. He's going to hurt her, whatever. She goes, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is a fist of a, of a fucking 18 or 19 year old kid slathered in country crock, and she took it like a champion, bro. Like a champion. Next step was Mike sitting there. And he's, I remember him being like, he's just totally shook. He doesn't want any part of it or anything like that. Donnie's, now Donnie's also having like regular sex with her, right? And slapping her with the country crock like this. And it's going, it's on my walls, it's on my thing. He looks around, he turns to Mike, he goes, get the curtain rod. He, she goes, what curtain rod? She goes, get the curtain rod. And, and I'm, like, I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. And he, so he goes, he grabs the curtain rod off of my, uh, off of my windowsill which didn't have any type of drapery on it, so it was just a curtain rod, and picked it up. Now, I, I was like, don't, you know, don't do anything stupid. He goes, no, no, no. And this was when he decided to be gingerly. While he's banging her, has a red bandana around his fucking face, and a fistful slatter. Now both of them from slapping her ass silly and her tits silly with this country crock, he starts tapping her on the ass like making beats. And start like humming, yeah, get in there, yeah, get out there, yeah. That's where I get get in there and get out there from. Was Donnie, rest in peace. And uh, so I said, long again, long story short. So that part's over now. Everybody finishes, including her, whatever the case may be. And I said, Donnie, I was I was really tired. I was completely whacked. I smoked way too much pot. I, I drank way too much beer. I said, Donnie, I'm gonna give you my keys because he didn't really drink, to be honest with you. So at, at, at the time, I had a little Mitsubishi like five thousand, those little tiny trucks. You know, the little yeah. pickup trucks? Mm -hmm. Mitsubishi. Uh, I said, just do me a favor. Take her home. He goes, yeah, no problem. I go, Donnie, take her home home. Like to her house, bro. It's up the block. It was somewhere in Country Village or some shit. I don't remember. 
He goes, okay, dude, I'll take her home. I understand what take her home means. He doesn't take her home. Puts her in the bed of the pickup truck. Puts her in the bed of the pickup truck. Wouldn't allow her to sit in the cab. Quite frankly, I don't think she would have fit, and I'm not being a dick. These trucks were tiny. She probably couldn't fit, and I think she just decided to hop in. But as they drove away, and I look out the window, I see her sprawled out in the back like this. So big that her two hands were hanging over the side of each side of the truck. This is how big this girl was. She was like Sasquatch. Okay? Susquehanna Sasquatch. He drives her up to the corner of Carlton Avenue where there's nothing but a payphone and a gas station. This is like 1992. Yeah, 1990. It was like Firehouse 5. That, that's now Sitco or some yeah. shit like that. He leaves her there. He says, I'm going into the gas station. Just wait right here. She gets off out of the truck. For whatever reason, he got her out of the truck. I don't know how he did that if he was just going in the same said store of said parking lot and left her there. Okay? Four hours later, I hear a banging at the door. It's the police. I'm passed out in the foyer of the two feet away from the front door. I wake up to flashlights in my face being told, you guys um, had, had a party here tonight. There's a girl who complained that you know four or five of four or five of you had uh you know you had sex with her it was all types of shit going on and it was all against her will or some shit like that another very long story short because i don't want to go on past the five minutes no one got in any trouble when the girl walked in the cops go okay obviously not they drilled us for two hours okay hours they drilled us bottom line is they took a look at her all seven foot she could have killed any one of us bro okay and then she said, I didn't want to really press charges. I just didn't like that they didn't drop me off at home. Just like I told Donnie, you got to bring her home to her house, bro. You got to. For hours, we're being told we're going to jail for 10, 15, 20 years apiece. All of us. We're all in individual rooms. Even my brother, who was asleep the whole time, had nothing with to do with his girlfriend. Upstairs. Yeah. He got brought in. We're all being told. And then when we get back, our whole house was covered in police, the police line, do not cross. The whole thing was a crime scene. Our landlord was there on everything. And that was the end of that. So if you're gonna go hogging, get him back in the pen. That's all I got. That's all I got to say. And speaking of, speaking of landlords, I just have to tell everybody real quick before we end this here. Episode four. This is episode three. Episode four is gonna be a fucking doozy. I'll just give a very brief synopsis summary of what it's gonna be. My my current landlord has a book that he wrote years ago. I found a copy of it on Amazon and I bought it. It's coming here within the next day or two. The name of the book is Legally Drugged. The Path of a Psychopath to $10 million. This my, is the guy I pay rent. My now. battle with antidepressants and psychiatrists. And in the picture, he's got a robe on. He's got a fucking... He's literally got hair... Like Bob Saget, right? No, not even. He's making even, the sign of the devil. Did he's you, making the sign that? of the devil, right? Smiling ear to ear like a fucking Cheshire cat. Okay, and he's got teeth. Each one of them could have been the iceberg that sunk the Titanic. I know he's got. This, like, I don't weird, even think they're fucking teeth. fake teeth. I think they're literally like mahogany. That's just teeth. A, well, yeah, that's a psychosomatic set of fucking chiclets. And he's got nose hair that comes out above his face mask and connects with his mustache. And you could see it from ten feet away. In the fucking dark. So I'm going to read this entire book cover to cover. And one of two things is going to happen. I'm going to go through the whole thing. It's going to be a much longer podcast on a Sunday versus, you know, the story time during the week, which is only like 
20, 30 minutes. We could do a whole episode just I on would, our landlords. Listen, if if it's good enough, we should do a whole episode on our landlords because they're all they, every single one of them were cocksuckers, scumbags. And even when we paid the rent, we've moved <laughs> probably eighty five times in the past eleven. Before years. you were born, we I went to four different schools. That means I moved at like eight times. You know what I mean? That wasn't just oh, now he's in junior high or in a different school. It was horrendous. Our and whole uh, thing was, one quick one I want to tell, just so everyone knows the backstory of our little catchphrase. I don't know if you've caught it yet, but we are known to say "Love me strong" and "Tickle me tender." And uh, let me get into that. Basically, one day I was sitting outside of a Seven <clears> Eleven, <throat> drinking a coffee, making a phone call, right? And I see this guy. He literally is like fucking Chuck Palumbo, like six foot four, a real Island fluke belly, Italian guy. Fucking veins popping out of his head. He's probably shooting enough DECA to shove his balls up into his stomach because he's so dehydrated and fucking roided out. <laughs> anyway, he's on the phone with, I'm assuming it was his wife or his girlfriend, whatever the case it may be. It definitely wasn't a wife. And he's no, going, listen. One of seven he's, side he's going, listen. All right, everything fucking begins and ends in concrete. That's why I'm so fucking stressed out all the time, okay? And, you know, you don't make things any better. Every time I get off the phone with you, you're fucking screaming and hollering at me like a cunt. Anyway, you got to understand, okay? At the end of the fucking day, all I expect from you is two fucking things, and I'm not asking that much here, Doreen, okay? Love me strong and tickle me tender. Just like that. <laughs> fucking exactly like that. And then he literally hangs up the phone. Shirt. That's our first piece of merch. He hangs up the phone and slams the hood of his truck like he just told his fucking boss to go fuck himself. Let me That's guess. how triumphant Let me guess. it was. It was a Dodge Ram. I'm going to assume it was, yeah. Shocker. It was the Home Depot fucking Saturday project for the, the, the contractor special. Because he had to be a fraud. Yeah, we're, we're doing this. We're gonna. I know we have what seventeen listeners or whatever the case may be, but I'm telling you right now, we're get. We're doing that. That's the first and probably only sweatshirt we're ever gonna have. We're gonna make it a pink hoodie. Okay. We're gonna tweak it up. On, a bit. Yeah, we're gonna tweak it up a bit. It's gonna have a black ski mask on the back. It's gonna say "Love me strong, tickle me tender." And we're gonna add in some gothic stuff. fucking calligraphy. We're gonna add some stuff, but yeah. All right. We appreciate you guys listening, man. Peace. We'll look out for episode four. Peace. <laughs>